0: The following is a conversation between Bryce and Ray, Charlie Schwab, and Oliver Williams, all students currently studying at Drake University. To support us, please follow the Drake Broadcasting System on any social media platforms you use. And now, please enjoy this episode of the In Case You Missed It podcast. Welcome back. Today is Monday, February 6th, 2023. I'm once again joined by Oliver Williams and Charlie Schwab. Hi. And you are listening to the second episode of the In Case You Missed It podcast. While we will get to the news later in the episode, I wanted to start out with an interesting story Oliver told me yesterday about a mystery storage room in the basement of GK.
1: Yeah, so it was like, this is like flashback to like late last October, semester one. And, like, I was waiting for my laundry in the Goodwin side of Goodwin Kirk in the basement. There's this massive laundry room. Yeah. And there's, like, now I've discovered there's no bathroom at the basement of Goodwin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was, like, this dark hallway. I'm sure, like, everybody sees it while they're doing their laundry if they live in GK. Yeah. And it's just, like, no lights on. So I walked back there. There might be a bathroom. And then I'm just checking doors. It's like, there's no lights. I don't know. I can't see a rest So you're just
0: trying to open (laughs) nameless doors to see if one just happens to be a bathroom? Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. I might be a little curious. I'm like, what's (laughs) this door? So I open this door. It's just pitch black. Like, just like, I can't see anything in there. I turn on my phone flashlight and it's just a bunch of like dusty old cardboard boxes. And then I see this old like duct taped on signs, like very wrinkled. It could be paper from like the 90s. And so I happened to take a photo, luckily. Otherwise, yeah. I never would have been able to get back here. Yeah. What does the sign say? Yeah. So it's titled. It just says, Notice. Storage policy. Drake University provides area in Goodwin-Kirk for storage of personal property. You are welcome to utilize this space. Please contact your RA for more information about how to put your property in storage. Then it has this whole, like, long paragraph, with procedures, where it just says, like, you put all your info on in the box, so in case you, like, leave it behind, they know how to, like, ship it to you and stuff like that. Interesting. So just... Leave it in the room. You don't have to like tell anybody about it, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. And I was like, all right, this seems pretty great. So I take a picture of it. I leave because I don't have anything to put it in the, right now. I want to yeah. go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward, come back from winter break, and nobody took home the Christmas tree. So we got this big Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah. And stuff
0: in, in, our in our quad, we have a quad in GK, yeah. me, Oliver, and two other guys. And we have this kind of little Christmas tree about up to the waist height, I'd say, or mm-hmm. um, about as tall as a couch. And we kind of had no place to put it because we tried to take it apart, but it turns out it's just a two-piece thing and it has like this big kind of metallic box on the bottom. So it's not really something you could just shove under the couch. It's something that you kind of need to store somewhere. So then you were like, hey, why
1: don't put the Christmas tree right there? So yes, I, I'm like, oh my God, this is the perfect opportunity to use this thing that yeah. I've heard of and nobody else has. I felt so good. So I go back down to the laundry room, run all the way down, make it to the hidden hallway the door's locked. I'm like, and I'm there holding the Christmas tree in my hand. I just walked down four <laughs> flights of stairs. I
0: remember <laughs> when you went to put it down there, and then you came back all frustrated with Christmas tree <laughs> in hand. And I was like, "What happened, man?
1: I know." So I'm like, "Shoot. Well, maybe I talked to the RA then." So I go down to the first floor to the front desk RA, and I'm asking her like, "Oh, have you heard about like I saw like a crazy person talking about like a, it's yeah. like this yeah. weird room where you could store stuff?" It says ask the RA, and she's never heard about it. So I'm like, "Okay." Still holding the Christmas tree. I bring it back up. The next day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to ask who's at the front desk today. Maybe they know about it. Second time, they've never heard about it either. So I'm like, shoot, I'm just kind of screwed now. But I, luckily, I find the photo because I didn't, I didn't remember that I took a photo. Yeah, I didn't remember yeah. much info about That's the That's
0: funny that you took a photo of the side. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, like as if
1: you knew it was going to be locked later and nobody heard it. Right. I knew it would come in handy. So I have the side. I have the picture. And I send the picture to my floor RA to ask her about it because I'm like, okay, I have the poster. It's a real thing. I'm not crazy. Yeah. She's like, oh, I've never heard about it either. Okay. She asks like the hall, like she asks the boss in quotes. That's what she says. Yeah. About it, and then he says he comes back to her, and she tells me that apparently it's not an official O R L sign, and it was probably just somebody who put it up trying to prank people. Which interesting. I find it a little suspicious. Yeah. Because this is like the most latest break I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So, so they're saying that the most likely scenario is that some odd long time ago, based on the picture that I'm looking at right now, uh-huh. and if you guys want to see this photo, I'll post it on the DBS Instagram later today. But based on the photo that I'm seeing, this wrinkly old paper, someone maybe eight, ten years ago. You know, you know what would be funny? Let's type out this entire storage, fake storage room thing and put it on this random inside door and then shut it and see what happens. Because personally, I think it's more likely that 15, 20 years ago when there was a different hall coordinator, mm-hmm. um, there was a storage room for student stuff. Right. And then over time, just people forgot about it or they stopped doing it, right. but somebody
1: left the paper there. So we've got like, yeah, this hidden storage shed in the basement kind of like it feels like storage wars in here where it's just who knows what sort of things are in there i can't get back into it and you said
0: you when you, when you w- went in the room it was pitch black so you couldn't see yeah. anything i mean it was already dark in the hallway and yeah. then you go into another room that's even darker did you look around with your phone flashlight
1: to see if there were boxes or stuff in there i did you know like it's a, such a vague memory yeah like yeah. i didn't know it would come back up so <laughs> yeah might be the butt <laughs> yeah but yeah. From what I remember, there's like, there might've been luggage around, which, you know. Luggage. Yeah. Like people put like, yeah. Like, stuff suit, that they're, like suitcases that there aren't yeah, using down there. Yeah. Luggage. I and would love to. Cardboard those. boxes. Yeah. I know. Okay. I want to get back. So the big mystery is if this is a place that either is not real, <laughs> I imagined it, or is something like not supported anymore. Why was the door unlocked?
0: That's, that's an even interesting, yes. more interesting question. <laughs> And there'd be another side of it too. Okay, if this, if, you know, let's just say the door locked has nothing to do with it. Let's just say that the sign was there and it was a prank. Well, what is that room used for? Mm -hmm. Is it just an empty, vacant square space in the building? And the
1: one night I happen to check the door, it happens to be unlocked. That's, yeah,
0: that's another side of it. And now when I really need it? That paper is so wrinkly and like (laughs) old looking. That there seems to be no way that that could have been put in like the night you were there when the door was unlocked. In my opinion, anyways, because it looked like it looks like it's worn down. Yes, it is at least five years old. Yeah. So based off that, then the door was unlocked. Somebody went in there, and who knows Mm -hmm. if anybody knows anything about the Goodwin Kirk storage room mystery. Let us know so that we have a
1: place to put our Christmas Right. Contact me. My uh, email is uh, (laughs) oliver.williams at drake.edu. You're going to get an influx of emails from (laughs) alum that are like, oh, yeah, the storage
0: room. (laughs) My suitcase is in there. I never got it back. (laughs) You're free to have the clothes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Now let's move to an interesting update from Drake University regarding counseling services for students. Drake University has launched a brand new package of virtual mental health services for students. Students will have access to a 24-7 crisis line, virtual counseling, and wellness programming through a website called app.uwill.com. This new package comes in the wake of a new student wellness fee announced in December. The fee has been approved by the Board of Trustees and stands at $150 a semester for full-time undergraduate students, but this fee will not be attributed to the university costs until fall 2023. Now, this next bit comes directly from an article written by Andrew Kennard and published by The Times-Delphic. When a Drake student logs into YouWill, they have 60 credits to purchase virtual counseling. A 30-minute video or telephone appointment costs 30 credits, a chat appointment costs 15 credits, and a message exchange costs 5 credits. In an email message to students, Jerry Parker said, students will be able to choose a therapist based on their preferences, including availability, issue, gender, language, ethnicity, sexual orientation, race, disability, and others. If a student uses their two sessions and their therapist thinks further counseling could be beneficial, the student will be referred to the Drake Counseling Center, Parker told the Times-Delphic over email. Drake students in Iowa can receive other virtual counseling through the university while you will counseling is available out of state. At that point, the counseling center will decide whether the student would be best served by Drake's services or another you will session or two.
2: For one, I don't like adding an extra three hundred to my yearly bill, but like on the other hand, I think this is a really valuable resource. And as it stands right now, like the counseling center just does not offer enough to its students.
0: Yeah. Do you guys think you would ever utilize these services? I mean, it says that students will have sixty credits and that's worth two I think it was two virtual video yeah. sessions with a therapist that you can choose based on those preferences. Do you think you'd ever utilize that?
1: Uh I think I I might it's I mean it's a free opportunity. I logged onto the website the other day and was able to like just choose like there's different reasons you can like label for like why you're using the apps. So there's mm-hmm anxiety depression family concerns relationship issues academic concerns self-esteem or like grief and loss so I mean I don't know it's a free service available to like any student on campus yeah. so I might want to get my yeah. 150 dollars worth so
2: yeah it's not free no it's actually pretty expensive I think for 30 minutes online visitation yeah, like right, you can yeah. find um I mean I know there are like several like organizations that do online counseling and stuff like that. And each counseling visit is like a hundred or like 80 bucks.
0: Here's a question for you guys. And this has less to do with Drake specifically, but more to do with the state of mental health care in our country. Do you think that $150 for, you know, and it's interesting because I don't think it Really specifies whether they'll get these credits every semester every year, I'm not sure, but do you guys think that that price point for those two thirty minute virtual sessions is a good price point hundred fifty dollars a semester?
2: No, um, I think there are several like opportunities uh for kids to see like third party organizations um and they offer services for like hundred or eighty dollars for like an hour long session, yeah. But I do think that it's good that it's tied in with the university because yeah. that means that students who receive grants or scholarships that, or um, student loans, they could use their money towards that.
1: It really is going to depend on, like, the quality of these services. Like, I haven't – I mean, I've looked at the website. I haven't yet, like, scheduled a meeting for – and then, like, one of the first things they show is that you can request, like, a refund, like, if you don't think that you got your first like, credit's worth. Which is interesting. But, yeah. So, I don't know. depends on the quality of the services. It is a bit expensive, but – it's a nice opportunity.
0: Last episode, Charlie covered an ongoing lawsuit concerning a shooting incident that occurred in 2019. This segment, which we are now dubbing the Charlie Archives, is back for yet another lawsuit, this one originating from 2018. Charlie?
2: So in 2018, uh, two brothers from Belgium, the Moss brothers, they emailed Drake University expressing interest in coming to the school. Yeah. They emailed the tennis coach, and they said, hey, we'd be interested in you know, studying here. We'd love to move to America and stuff like that. But they expressed a need, like a significant need for financial aid because, you know, moving across, first of all, it's across an ocean. And also uh, Drake University is not a cheap university. And the tennis coach said that if they waited till 2019, he could get enough financial aid for them, for them to be able to come here.
0: So they would have to wait a year then?
2: Yeah. So they did, they waited a year, right? And they, um, during this year, they were unable to you know, they weren't really at a school, so they were unable to... Yeah.
0: So they had graduated high school by this time. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They were unable to kind of play professionally, like advance their careers during this year. And then 2019 rolls around, and they move here in the fall. Mm-hmm. They spend about 40000 out of pocket to move here. Wow. Yep. And they come here, and in June, they come to find that all their athletic scholarships and a ton of their financial aid was actually withheld from them. So... In 2019, they were supposed to get 36000 and in 2021 through 2023, they were supposed to get 54000
0: A year? Yes. Yeah.
2: And this was all taken from them as soon as they came to Des Moines. So they wow. spent 40000 out of pocket, and the coach told the Twins that Drake could no longer offer them athletic scholarships. Wow. The brothers lost... Their scholarship funds, funding for equipment and coaching, professional opportunities because they were unable to play for a year. Mm -hmm. And they sued Drake. Drake denied all the accusations. But wow! in May 10th, 2022, Drake and the Moss family settled out of court. In December 2018, the brothers received an overview of their final cost to attend Drake, and it was significantly more than they expected. Yeah. Um, So they called the tennis coach, and they talked to them, and the coach promised a precise amount of academic and athletic scholarship aid that Drake would provide. Now, the tennis coach is someone affiliated with Drake, obviously, Mm. and the brothers actually made a spreadsheet with the coach, emailed it to the coach, and asked, if you see anything incorrect, please let us know. And the coach proved this spreadsheet.
0: And this email was, I'm guessing it was presented in court?
2: Uh, Yes. Yeah. But this was in 2018, so this was before the boys had even moved um, yeah. so to the, Iowa. So this right. was
0: just financial planning to be like, yeah. hey, you know, we just want to make sure this is all solidified before we commit to
2: this. Right. Uh, keep in mind, in in college, you know, if you're if trying to get become a professional athlete, there are not there's like a a small window of time hmm. where you can really get in into like the field. Yeah. yeah. So these boys, who were twins by the way, they missed an entire like mm-hmm. season because they were told to wait till 2019. They came to Drake University. They had spent $40,000 of their own money yeah. to move here. Wow,
1: I mean, it's some world altering decisions right here.
2: Right, they're from Belgium. They're not American citizens, they're not from America. And they come here and they spent $40,000 and then Drake University tells them that it can't give them the promised financial aid. The reasoning behind it or like the theorized reasoning behind it is that it was allegedly because other tennis players had lost their eligibility for ele- for academic scholarships, prompting Drake to reallocate the athletic scholarships to them. So, Drake did originally have the money, but allegedly in court the coach later described the scholarships discussed as a hope rather than a promise.
0: Was there any like writing or emails that proved that the coach had described them as a promise right. to the to the kids.
2: The kids had created that spreadsheet earlier that yeah. they had emailed yeah. to the coach. This was in 2018. Okay. So they had in that spreadsheet the thir- the anticipated 36,000 in aid the first year and then 54,000 for the next coming years. Yeah. Um those were all in the spreadsheet and the coach said nothing was wrong with it. And these boys they uh they had acknowledged, they had said to him hey we can't go to this college if we don't have the proper yeah, financial aid geez. we're looking at other universities too but mm-hmm. drake offered them you know the best yeah option they thought
0: yeah, that's insane like just <laughs> really bad on every level to, for them to to have that kind of promise and uh commitment from the tennis coach to be like hey we got the money and then you feel like you're set. You feel like you have a plan in life. You feel like you know where you're going. This is how you're going to make it professionally in what you do. You move down here, spend $40,000 out of pocket. And when you get here, they say, sorry, uh, we don't have that type of money. So uh, can't help you. It almost sounds like the coach was bending the truth a bit because of wanting these players in the future. Because there would be some bias to do that there where a coach might be like, okay, yeah, you know, we'll figure out the money when you get here. Right. just
1: come here i mean it might have well, rather just than been
0: like rather than actually going through and making a hundred percent sure that the money was there i right. wouldn't be surprised if it was a situation where he was like yeah no we'll figure it out right, we'll right. have the money well, we'll Sure, get, we'll get you there yeah we'll be able to cover you and then they get here and he finds out he made a terrible mistake uh-huh. um, and just wasn't you know thorough enough in that type of stuff because i feel like that's something that you would do if you were trying to recruit someone and you really wanted to come you would kind of Make it sound a little easier than you 100% know it's going to be.
2: Right. Well, several of the articles that I read said that um, the tennis coach had spoken on behalf of Drake. Like he had. Um, he wasn't just going off on his own. Is yeah. what I'm trying to get yeah. at. Is so there were numerous times where he would email these boys on behalf of Drake, and he would give them news based on like what Drake said they could offer. Mm. Again, this is alleged. Interesting. So, yeah. I mean, this tennis coach is still the tennis coach. Yeah like oh like currently yeah interesting just like the basketball coach is still (laughs) a basketball coach um so i mean clearly it wasn't like a fireable offense by the university
1: this is more i mean it's like negligence on his end not like active well i mean
0: maybe not fireable offense but you just screwed two people out of forty thousand dollars and their college hopes and dreams but he could teach
1: tennis pretty damn well i I mean (laughs) i suppose but
0: it's it's kind of like not only did you screw them out of $40,000, not only did you get them to come here with no actual place to be, mm-hmm. you also took away that year of their life in terms of, that. like you said, the window for college sports. It's not a very big one. Yeah, mm-hmm. if any you, college sports. You lose that year and it becomes a lot harder, maybe not a lot harder, but it, it just makes it a lot more difficult to start fresh a year after high school rather than kind of having your plan leaving high school. Because obviously when, you know, everybody knows this in your last year of high schools, when you do the applications, when you find out what college you're going to, whether it's through sports, whether it's just through academics, but to say, you know, take this year off, we'll get you next year. Um, and then to not back that up, you've screwed yeah. them out of that year. You've screwed them out of numerous, countless other opportunities coming out of high school. Now, I don't know for sure if Drake University was the only college offering them money for their tennis skills. I suppose not. Yeah. But, and that's part of the thing where it's like, if you're recruiting people all the way from Belgium, I'm guessing you're not the only college <laughs> doing it. Yeah. So making this promise, I mean, based on what you just said, where there, Drake wasn't the only college offering this, they probably had other opportunities with universities who actually had the money with coaches who actually knew what they were talking about money-wise and weren't just, you know, not making stuff up, but weren't being negligent and actually had a place for them on campus
2: I think that Drake was probably, like, they believed that they would be able to give that financial aid. Yeah, that's fair. But then they were like, oh, maybe the coach (sighs) should take the fall. So
0: what you're saying is that this was less the tennis coach, and this was more the tennis coach actually believed that the money was here. Right. And he was confident. He was 100%. But what you're saying is the university made the mistake money-wise, where they thought they were going to have the money And then the coach was like, all right, we need the money. And the university was like, ah, sorry, we messed up. We don't actually have that kind of money. And then the coach had to go and tell him, hey, uh, university just told me we
1: don't have any money for you. He might have been the fall guy for this scenario, but also...
2: That's my theory because they did settle.
1: Yeah. Oh, sure. But also he is still working there. You think if Drake was mad about that and they had to settle out of court that they would not keep the same. See coach.
0: that's the thing where if I I I figure if it was negligence, if it was a hundred percent the coach's fault, then I feel like you'd fire the coach or oh, something like that. Yes. I mean that's true. From a publicity perspective, from just an ethics perspective, having a coach that's gonna get someone to come all the way over here. If if the university had nothing to do with it, then the coach, in my opinion, would a hundred percent be gone after a mistake like that. Um right. even if it's I a was great looking coach. Yes. Yeah. So then definitely – and when you throw in the part where they settled, it's like, okay, if they settled, then that – I know this is just speculation, but there's a fair shot that there was truth to what the boys were saying. And there was truth to this whole situation, but univer- the university didn't want that publicity, didn't want that lawsuit on their hands and said, okay, we'll give you this X amount of dollars if we just all move on from this.
2: Yep. And I suspect there's probably like a do not disclose agreement yeah, attached to yeah. that because the Moss um, family has not commented at all since yeah. then.
1: Uh, are the Moss, are they currently at Drake University or?
2: No, they are in Belgium. <laughs> I in would in assume Belgium. they
1: wouldn't be at Drake after that. <laughs> well, if they set on a court they got the money, all right, let's go to Drake. <laughs> I don't know.
2: No, they settled in <laughs> well, <I> mean, 2022. <laughs> so, oh, I see. Oh, wait, wait.
1: Oh. Yeah, geez.
2: they settled in 2022. So. They're, they missed out. They were kind of like in a money pit for, what well, was that? Three years, yeah. right? And yeah,
1: because I mean, lawsuits are a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's a real that's a real mess up by Drake there. Yeah, I do want to know. I hope. I mean, I hope these boys went to college somewhere. Yeah, and, and like Charlie are said, successful across like
0: Charlie course. said, there might be a uh, NDA. Uh, that could be reasoning behind the lack of interviews or the lack of things. You said that you couldn't really find much from them online?
2: Right. No. I Okay, I'm also looking at tennisexplorer.com. <laughs> yeah. One of the brothers did not go on to play past 2018. Wow. So that just straight up like ended his, wow. his playing.
1: Right. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, is, I really hope they got their due yeah. out of course. And
0: it's another interesting aspect of it. Or just a curiosity aspect is what was that X amount of dollars? Because when you <laughs> count in the $40,000 of displacement, yeah. the God knows how much money they could argue in terms of missed opportunity, mm-hmm. plus all of the aid that they promised per se and that they maybe didn't give, how big was that settlement, do you think?
2: I might be able to actually look at like the college like finances because those yeah. are publicly available yeah. and i might be able to see how much they paid towards like legal wow but so we can get back to you next week yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe with that yeah but i don't know i feel like it would have to be a lot for sure like i would not stay quiet about that that's outrageous right yeah. the fact that it is all quiet yes yeah, the other thing
0: too is <laughs> if if they're being quiet about it and weren't super outspoken about it then it, that can mean one of two things it can either mean that um, they just don't want to have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. Or it could mean that there's an NDA. and If there is an NDA, that also means a lot more money needs to be put into that to not only recuperate but for all disclose. of these life losses, but also have them agree to never speak about
1: it. Did you have anything to update us on the last lawsuits? As
2: a matter of fact, I did. Okay, so I do want to clarify, listening it over, uh, there were a few things that I said that might have been a little misleading. Hmm. Um Drake, like, the case against Drake was dropped, right? Yeah. Um, the student who was shot, though, he's still suing the other student. Yeah, so that's the ongoing. That's the ongoing lawsuit. Yeah. Right. So Drake University, non affiliated. Anymore. B- anymore, by court. Yeah. And uh, Interesting. Yeah, and um, in court, uh, the victim couldn't prove that medical care wasn't reached to him in time. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, the police arrived, they realized uh, it was a bullet, like, it was a gun crime. Yeah. And then paramedics arrived.
0: So the person couldn't prove that the that the other student did anything to delay the police getting there?
2: Yeah. yeah. They, he couldn't prove that. Um, so whether or not, you know, anything did happen, that's kind of, who knows. Big really, gray but, area. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing that they could pin the university on or pin the coach on. And
0: and, and that's why the university is no longer involved.
2: Yeah. And I thought it was interesting because they said the like Drake's argument was even if the coach was there, like he they couldn't prove that anything like it it increased like the risk to the victim. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. But then wasn't the whole question or one of the big questions that case. And again, the other side of that is probably they can't prove this. But I remember we were talking a lot about whether or not the coach told the student to lie to the cops. And that was kind of the big question mark. Um, but again that's something you can't prove it's just word of mouth
2: right so yeah no that was brought up in court that was like an accusation by the victim yeah um but you know you can't prove it Mm -hmm. and drake actually like went out of their way to say like dude even if the coach was there like
1: so yeah so he's suing the other player now so not only is the university not involved but the coach is not involved no at all they're out of the case
0: thank you for listening to this conversation To support this podcast, please follow the Drake Broadcasting System on any social media platforms you use.